Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, welcome to Why Not Mint Money. I'm Sadia Suntanam from Mint's personal finance team. In this podcast, let's talk about career breaks and its impact on finances. Just think about it. Have you ever felt the need for a career break, but dismissed it that you may not be able to afford? Well, you're not alone. And those who have taken such a break would probably say it's one hard decision to take, especially from a financial perspective. Career breaks can be for various reasons, to focus on health-related issues, to become a caregiver, to continue further studies or even to pursue our passion or to travel extensively. Needless to say, a large number of women consider an extended career break after marriage and childbirth. I spoke to a few individuals who took a career break either planned or unplanned, and here is what they had to share. Let's get started. First, we have Chirag Gala from Mumbai. His story makes us feel envious. Chirag quit his job and went on a three-month trip to Europe a few years ago. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Um, sort of saving uh, for this trip because I knew that I wanted to do this. Uh, so this was in a year? Uh, which year? Um, so I, I started planning for this trip in 2015, mid-2015. Uh, uh, by we, then all your debts were clear? By then all my debts were clear. Sure. That's right. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I took that one year to plan out my finances because I knew I won't have any source of income uh, for the sabbatical that I'm planning. And then again, it might take a bit for me to find a job again. So, so I ensured that I had one year of runway to cover all my expenses, including the trip that I was planning to take. Um, so, so over that next one year, it was all about saving money uh, for the for for the next 12 months of uh, no income period that I would have. Okay, so um, what do you mean by uh, you know saving? Uh, so have you cut down on your expenses, or uh, what? In you know, in addition to what you were doing uh, generally, what what were the other things that you were doing to save for this particular trip? Um, so I was very fond of traveling, but uh, during that one year, I did not travel. Uh, that itself was a big saving for me. Okay. Um, second, um, I, I cut down on my discretionary spends yeah. um, because um, whatever I could save would, would all go towards this and I would be able to do it sooner. Um, uh, third, uh, uh, I did not plan for any big purchases, buying a TV for my home or or, or anything at all. Um, uh, so that also went towards saving. So no big expenses were planned during that that one year that I had, uh, so that I could build up my corpus. Yeah. So the sabbatical was for a total of uh, six months. Where, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you came back and you were just uh, trying to figure out uh, where else to join. 
ിറ്റുവേഷൻ <laughs> that's wonderful that's wonderful so i'm sure that you know whatever uh, you planned and whatever that has been saved um you know you haven't overshoot the budget um uh, actually i did not because um i i did uh, europe in a very i i i planned to do it under 3.5 lakhs i managed to do it under 3.25 lakhs wow um, okay. and mm. and then that was for 63 days so uh, it was a pure shoestring budget to an extent that i really wanted to do iceland and iceland was crazy expensive mm. i ended up renting the car and staying in the car itself Oh, because okay. accommodation was very expensive i could not have afforded i would have overshot my budget for sure if i would have done that so so uh-huh. i just rented a car stayed in my car rented a sleeping bag which would keep me warm and and that's it okay. um, again food was very expensive in iceland um, and vegetarian options were very limited so uh, those 15 days were survived entirely on fruits and milk and there was no other option wow. so uh, okay. so i had i ensured that i don't overshoot my budget at least um, in europe where where things can get pretty out of hand if you don't plan well okay um, okay i'm resisting myself to not uh, you know <laughs> digress from the concept of the financial aspect of the trip <laughs> and then move to other aspect but it was really interesting um let's talk about the sabbatical so um was it an easy decision for you uh not i don't think it's a sabbatical i think it's a career break i think you would call because sabbatical is something you would come back and join in the same company right uh, career, so this is a career break it was a career break correct yeah. and uh, um it was a difficult choice because um obviously you have to think this through um i don't don't come from a, a rich background where i have the luxury of uh, being without income for large periods of time especially when i'm just 5 years into my career mm. um it it uh, took a lot of thought um and I really had not traveled a lot until I started my postgrad college um mm. and that is when I fell in love with traveling because I did travel quite a lot in the Himalayas uh, I I did a couple of bike trips with my fellow batchmates uh, went to Arunachal Pradesh and that's when uh, that seed of travel was something that I always wanted to explore and and do a bit about and hence i was concerned by being under debt and and hence i planned for it at the moment i get debt free this is something that i would want to do um uh, as as some as something that is very close and dear to my heart now of course there were a lot of different voices a lot of different opinions people made me count opportunity cost you will lose out on 15 lakh just by not having any income why mm-hmm. why would you take such a decision yeah. so 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 there there was a lot and, and and for someone who essentially was planning to get zero income one year down the line one mm. without any job that mm. feel like it's hard right it's it's yeah, not a small amount of money absolutely um yeah. 
but then there is always a call that if you don't do this now you will not be able to do it ever again so <laughs> right right so if may i know was, what was your age by then uh, you know when you got on a trip um so this was 2016 i was 30 years uh, at okay. that point of time yeah uh, so yeah. yeah now uh, because you've taken this 6 months break uh, what was the kind of questions that the hr was asking or is there any do you think there was any uh, impact on the ctc that you were offered just because you've taken a break of about 6 months from your career um so i i I think it's a very it was a very mixed thing that um that I received as feedback for this um the one of the interviews um I was literally for that entire 40 minutes of interview it was all about you made a wrong decision this is not how you are wow. supposed to live your career okay. and it was all about me depending on this is what i wanted to do this is what i have done you look uh-huh. at skill set for the job or not i mean i don't expect comments on whether this was the right decision or not it is done and that's it it is all done uh-huh. if you want to look at it from a job profile fit then please let's have that conversation okay i mean uh-huh. no point of shortlisting the profile if you just wanted to tell this for the next 40 minutes uh, <laughs> absolutely yeah. so so, so yeah. i've had i've had those uh, as well and then um i've had the other uh, end as well where people really appreciated that i took this step mm-hmm. and and because they couldn't did not find my profile to be the right fit for the job they did not shortlist me i've had those cases as well mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. the place where i accepted my profile uh, was one where, which is hasbro which is where um the the people who interviewed me really appreciated this mm-hmm. and they gave me a fair offer um mm. it was not a raise over my earlier offer it was a same salary thing i i pushed for an raise but uh, mm-hmm. they said that this is the best we can offer right now so um i i do think that if i was working and if i was on that same salary i would have received at least a 10 15% raise okay which obviously i did not get because um the person knows that that i am looking out for a job so that definitely plays a part in how your ctc ends up at that at that time that's the story of chirag now we have neha lagurakka who had to take a career break when she moved along with her husband to brazil in 2010 She did not like the idea of financial dependency. She worked on various projects freelancing and now she's back to the corporate world feeling financially secure. She also authored a book called Back on Your Feet which also captures the struggles and achievements of 11 women after their career break. I'm Neha Lagoratnakar. I like to go by the full name. Yeah. and um i was of course born and brought up in india i uh, i studied there uh, worked there initially i was working for spencers as their retail uh, um training manager for north india extensively traveled was absolutely financially depend, uh, independent back then and sure. then uh, my husband got an opportunity to move to brazil and uh, you like 25 and we didn't think much we were like oh wow this beach just one hour from where we might live and we made the move so then how many years were you in two corporate world i was uh, i was in corporate for almost 4 years but then i worked okay. for a very long time satya so um, these 4 years were in my full time job after all my education was done okay. but before that i so when i was doing my post graduation i was doing a part time job again 
against the will of my parents you know how indian parents are like they were, they were like no we are giving you money why do you need to work just focus on your studies so communication skills kind of stuff but i used wow. to get decent enough money during my college days i also bought my first mobile phone using that money so uh, i'd been working for a long time before also so at least 6 yeah. 7 years i was working and okay. uh, paying for my stuff uh, as much as possible Uh, uh, and then when this uh, opportunity came to move to Brazil, we we took a very stupid decision. I mean, of course, looking back now, it, it was a wonderful decision. But in the moment, when we moved to Brazil, um, I remember um, I'm a big networker. So before we went, I reached out to some ten odd people in uh, in Sao Paulo, Brazil, saying, "Hey, I'm moving there. Be good to catch up, get to know you, get to know the market, etc." And uh, once I got there, I started market in the sense. Sorry to interrupt you. What what market? Market as in uh, the the job market. How to get okay. jobs? Ah, uh-huh. sure, sure, yeah. So I started meeting people, and uh, and and I realized that I uh, committed a career suicide because there was absolutely I was going to get a permit there. In Brazil. Sorry, uh, uh, there was a I couldn't hear you. Sorry, you're saying uh, there was absolutely. No way! I was going to get a job permit in in Brazil as an oh, expatriate. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it was incredibly difficult. Uh, I could also say impossible. So of course, the first thing I did was I sat in my hotel room, cried my eyes out till I could cry no more. Okay. Then I And you realized out. only after going there, is it? Yeah, yeah. After we were there in the hotel, my husband was happily in the office meeting his new colleagues, and I was sitting there uh, feeling horrible about the decision that I had made. Then I uh, stepped out of the hotel uh, room and I straight away went to the hotel manager and said, "Hey, can I teach your um, housekeeping staff how to speak some basic English? They have to talk to foreigners and tourists all the time." And um, and he he refused. He said, "Sorry, we can't get our our clients to work for us." Uh, but then I I came out of my shell. I started uh, meeting people, doing this and that. I learned how to build a website and uh, started blogging big time back then and started making some pocket money on the side by helping people create their own uh, websites so um, I was not completely financially uh, independent but I was making some side money uh, while I was struggling with the fact that I was financially dependent mm. so that's uh, that's how my uh, financial dependency started and uh, in in Brazil I also got pregnant so once i had uh, a baby i wasn't able to work in fact i did my mba in brazil i was speaking fluent uh, portuguese i was also getting job offers at the end of my mba there and um, i want you to imagine that particular point in my life when i i became a mother okay so before that i was i had a awesome career i did an mba where i was an outstanding uh, outstanding student in the international crowd and then immediately from that uh, i had high hopes after mba that after doing an mba in brazil i would definitely get a job but uh, from that i immediately went to a phase where i was uh, i was absolutely incompetent now one day you are absolutely high flying and you are a superstar in your class in your job and yeah. everything and yeah. the second you have a baby and you don't know nothing you you look like a complete idiot you're so incompetent as a parent you don't know anything about feeding burping diapering nothing it's a complete jungle out there mm, and mm, so and then uh, and then add to it the fact that i wasn't be, uh, i wasn't uh, earning anything so that takes a toll on your self esteem 
So, yeah, yeah. So this money, earning money, definitely gives the confidence, right? Uh, or, and yeah. even if nobody says it, you yeah. lose your say in the financial decision making of the house. Yes, so that's 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 where I was going from a superstar to a complete yeah. dud in the same house. Nobody yeah. from outside could see it. From outside, people were like, oh, wow, you have this amazing family. Your husband makes so much money. You have this beautiful baby. Yeah, yeah. it's perfect. But inside, I had just lost my confidence completely. In fact, I, I I stopped enjoying travel, eating out, shopping, anything that involved spending money. Mm. I, I stopped enjoying it. And I don't. I've always been frugal, so I've not been mm. a spendthrift. And um, and then I uh, I was reading something about the personal finance. I think it was some blog on some website, and I came across this term uh, financial dependency syndrome. Okay. And that's, when it hit me and it's like i thought i was the only one struggling with this um, this feeling that i'm not good enough or i i can't make decisions i don't have confidence mm. but then the examples were amazing there okay they, they talked not just about stay at home parents but mm. they talked about all these kids of millionaires these mm. trust fund babies who just get handed millions of um, rupees for doing nothing just because they belong to that family or yeah. adult children who are still living with their parents yeah and and this this uh, even though they have the money not having earned it takes yeah. a toll on self worth mm. and that pattern became very clear when i was interviewing people for my book and these uh, mm. these women again these women had partners who were making a lot of money they were from families which were successful had great kids mm. and yet the when they talked about that first check or that um, first payment after the getting it from the clients that yeah. spark in the eyes i always remember and this this was mm. unmistakable in every career journey i heard from my book everybody mm. irrespective of how big that check was yeah that that spark was amazing yeah yeah, yeah. so so when did you start uh, working again after that brazil i i started new, working in new york city uh, some 6 years ago and okay. that's when and you first took your break in uh, what year I I took my break in 2010. So once I I started uh, making decent money, of course uh, I, by then I had read at least 10 uh, personal finance books and I had all the plan in my brain. But this was the first time I actually started putting it in in practice. Maybe if I was uh, had stayed back in India, I would have uh, continued in the same line. I, I'm in learning and development. I'm in. Uh, OD learning and you know, talent development type of field. So if I had uh, continued in that, I would probably be heading the learning uh, function for a medium to large uh, organization. Mm. And uh, right now, because I took this break, I also did some non-profit work in between. I did volunteering. Yeah. I did work in seven different markets and started my own business. And all those things led me to a place where I'm heading the talent de- development for a small non-profit. Yeah. So I'm still um, a talent development head in a, another okay. country, India. And uh, if you compare, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to compare apples to oranges because the pay scale is very different. Uh, of course. Outside. Yeah. But yeah. I think at this point of time, I'm in the right place. I'm uh, I'm in a leadership position. I can make decisions. I have a lot of freedom, financial freedom in there. And how important is partner support during this time? I'm sure you know you you have your partner support uh, during this you know career break. I think it's it's very important for sure. This person is your life partner. You are in it uh, in ups and downs, sickness and health, right? 
but it's not their responsibility i would say Mm-hmm. having their support is important but it's not their responsibility we cannot put it on the husbands or the earning partners shoulders saying this person is not taking care of her what so when we moved to brazil he did ask me point blank do you want a separate account for yourself do you want a, a, a monthly i don't know do you want us to split my salary so you can take care of your needs and stuff and i said no no very naive again brazil first first trip and i was like no no it's family money just uh, get an additional card and we can both spend but it never happened that both of our spend spending was similar because he was still making the bigger money decisions i was making the smaller money decisions like which vegetables to buy or which supermarket to uh, uh to uh, buy stuff from and he was making bigger financial decisions like where where can we afford the annual holiday to or where should we invest uh, this year uh, is it property is it stock market or what not so it's it's a it's that uh, imbalance that started happening right from the beginning and so, i don't think it's coming from a place of uh, biasness but it's coming from no. it's it's natural you know i, I yeah. think it happens naturally yeah absolutely and you're not aware of it till it starts hitting you so i think the first couple of years i didn't even think about it much but then mm-hmm. slowly it started uh, dawning on me that uh, when i wasn't making a decision of where do we go for a holiday this year i wasn't too interested in also picking the hotel or uh, finding out which flight to take or going there and deciding uh, what the itinerary should be so these other other decisions also start falling off the table for you then yeah so yeah, yeah. so this um, so my I, i'm blessed to have a, an equal partner he's fantastic he's intelligent he gets me but it's not everybody does that's the interesting story of neha now we have vidula abhyankar who took a career break after working with the indian air force for 10 years she now started her own academy based in manipur and trains individuals especially women who want to get into the indian air force let's invite her i had a 10 years uh, uh, engagement with the indian air force and after that i decided i want to join in the civil i want to work in the civil field so i did a transition you can say but uh, before, uh, like while for doing the transition i wanted to take a break and see what uh, i can do outside where i would fit i had not done that i had not planned it at all and it was a on the spur uh, decision kind of you can say that in my ninth year of service i suddenly decided that now i want to take a break so i had not saved any finances you can say i have taken a big risk and uh, immediately after that i started feeling the pinch also as in pinch uh, you, you cannot say because uh, while going through your questions i can see that you have asked that did you have any dependents or uh, things like that no i was very comfortable because my husband was also working he's also still working so that way we were settled so my basic needs were all satisfied so i could save my finances not that there was a crunch or uh, i had to start working like starting from the next day itself but mm. how does it feel like you know not earning income after 10 years of being you know yes it feels bad <laughs> definitely it feels bad and you have to every day remind yourself that you are useful <laughs> in some um, other way yes yes so it does pinch yeah, yeah. Uh, it does pinch yes Yeah. and uh, but at the end of the day you know uh, you have to decide yourself 
what is more important as i uh, i am a hrd person so i will say uh, investment in the hr at the right time is the most important thing if i want to be uh, running in this business for a long time yes so yeah. it's not important that you have taken a break Yeah. Um, what is more important is uh, why have you taken that break? Mm-hmm. If you understand the why beautifully, then you will be able to implement it beautifully. Because I knew I had taken the break to improve myself. I was every day in that uh, urge to prove myself that mm-hmm. yes, I'm mm-hmm. learning something new. I'm mm-hmm. learning something new. So I, I what I did was I decided to take. something uh, or uh, like i decided to join something which i know nothing about like the internet and the website development is something which i was unaware to i am a literature student mm-hmm. and i have never handled this field at all so i started with i want to blog i can write but today the market is for the blogging so i started slowly doing blogging yeah. so i started learning how how a site can be open what is wordpress what is google how it will help how the communities will help what is viewership and things like that although i won't say that today also i'm learning i don't know many of the things mm-hmm. but what i mean to say is i challenged when i left one challenge i took up yeah. another challenge which was more than the earlier challenge you know when you were not working yes. have you resisted yourself from not buying anything or not spending yes, something yes yes yeah. exactly that yeah, that still that. stays yes that i can say is an aftermath or i can say side effect that still stays in my mind till now although i will say uh, depends from person to person i was not very much of a spendthrift earlier also and now also i have become more careful <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. And uh, when you started uh, earning income again, uh, how did you go about investments? Yeah. You know, how did you again look at money? I mean, uh, now also same principle I'm applying. Like thirty percent of the whole, I'm putting it in an investment for the further property that I want to buy. So thirty percent I'm saving, and rest seventy percent. In that also, sometimes I do. I, I try to save some months. I try I save more some months I save less but I'm building more into like uh, the content and uh, saving in as in I have put it in mutual funds I am not a very risky person in finances as far as finances are concerned so shares are not my way but and gold also no so I'm putting it in mutual funds letting it grow slowly I'm okay. really curious because of, uh, of your academy uh, so does it include the physical training as well Yes we uh, in fact we have physical training more and uh, uh, virtual or uh, like uh, online training as much as possible we do it only for those who are not able to come here otherwise it's all physical going on Oh okay okay and this this is in uh, uh, Manipur Yes this is Manipur Imphal Okay okay great great I think I should definitely come and visit your academy when whenever I am in yes, that place. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, please let us know yes. and the best time would be like November December because uh-huh. then you will be able to go to Nagaland also. There are lots of festivals going on at that time. Okay. okay. We can cover two three states together. That's the inspiring story of Idila. Now I want to invite Isaac John who took not just one, not two, but three career breaks. all the three times to pursue his passion and upskill himself he also authored a book called reboot 
that talks about managing career breaks based on his personal experiences. Let's invite him. You know, I have kind of gone through uh, two breaks, in fact. So my first break was after I left uh, Puma. Um, I was head of marketing there. Sure. And I left Puma and I went to New York to study uh, screenwriting. And um, it was... Uh, kind of uh, you know not a like it was I, I planned that you know I would be back into a corporate job if things did not work out for 12 months so I actually okay. fell short in my uh, requirements of you know the reserve that I should have kept people should a have a very clear conversation with the partner that they have and or the family that they are belonging to if they don't have a partner right that yeah. I'm doing this I'll be out for 12 months this would be 18 but after that I'll figure out a way to earn my own buck and uh, i had that conversation with my wife and uh, you know she was extremely supportive and uh, we were we were quite okay uh, you know in, in from from that aspect of of things uh, but the thing that i actually suggest now people is that actually the the more the, the longer you stay in a corporate circle the harder it is to make a comeback after a break so let's say so the, the guidance that i generally give out to people when i speak about this subject is that if you are let's say taking a break after about 5 years okay uh, you got to have at least uh, about 4 to 6 months of reserves in the bank if you are taking a break after 10 years uh, right you got to have at least like a year a years reserve in the bank at least a year so my initial uh, estimate and, and the reason why I, sorry yeah this is because why you suggest this is because uh, because if you have like 10 to 12 years of experience there are only so many roles that you know that are available versus when you have let's say 5 to 6 years of experience the number of roles and just by sheer definition of the fact that you are in middle management versus senior management is actually lesser the second reason why i suggest this is because um, i also suggest that people who are coming back from a break should not have to compromise on the first opportunity that comes through and unfortunately in india um recruiters headhunters the moment they see that you don't have a salary package for the last 12 months they will try to lowball you so uh, my thinking is that if you actually have enough reserves it actually you know gives you a little bit of a bargaining chip to say that you know i don't have to accept the first you know lowball package that comes my way absolutely um, so that's the one yeah mm-hmm. so that so those are the two reasons why i said that you know if anybody is coming in the 10 plus years and i i say that you know if you like for example i just left my job again um last year i was with discovery so this time i was at 15 15 years of work experience this time i've kept reserves of about 18 months and again for the same reason so my comeback will you know in case what i'm doing currently with my startup in case it does work out uh, i have kept a reserve of about 18 to 24 months so that you know I, when i have to come back i'll coming i'll come back in a cxo position as things goes well enough and i don't want to go to the first company that you know lowballs me on the offer i want to actually be able to charge a premium on the last ctc that i left and discovery because typically what happens is this happened in two of my cases um so i told you about the extended 18 month break isse pehle i had taken a 3 month break when i had left cnvc um and again i was at about 5 6 years of experience back then then too i had to compromise on my salary the market rate for that particular role was actually at an x amount and i was paid like 80% of it why because i did not have like a salary slip to show Yeah. um you know and generally track to low volume so i think those are a couple of nuances that you know i have learned myself so do you say that you were having a little anxious nice uh, anxiousness you know when it comes to finances in your first uh, the first time that you took a break 
no no 100% in fact not just during my first break so the first yeah. break should have made me a little wiser so yeah. i thought actually that you know 12 months reserve should be good enough you know for my second break so my first break was 2011 sure. my second break was 2015 yeah the okay. 2011 one lasted for 3 months like i said yeah. um and i was literally like on my leave. I planned twelve months, and still, okay. you know, like I ended up taking eighteen months to get get back to a job, which paid me fifty percent of what I was earning at Puma. So mm. it mm. was, a, you know, like I had to compromise even after eighteen months, mm. and that's when I realized that you know, like to get a role that you want in a mm. organization that you want, and look, I I will consider myself as one among the. Mm. picky ones like i did mm. not take up the first role that that you know came my way i was very yeah. particular about what brand i wanted to work for yes. so um eventually uh, finally when i did get a brand that i really wanted to work for like it yeah. came at a so in your case uh, all the three times is to upgrade your skills or uh, work on your passion uh yes so my first time was actually to learn um, filmmaking Sure. I wanted to become a filmmaker, and I wanted to get that out of my system. Oh. My second time was I realized I, I I did not like filmmaking. I like writing. Okay. So I kept my um, you know like interest in writing somewhere at the back of my mind for four okay. years. I worked in Puma. Okay. And touch wood, it was like I was a sports. I was like I was I, I played sports as a child, so you know I was able to um, do really well in Puma, and I really connected with the brand and stuff like that. Sure. But um, uh, but but after that, I think that writing kid I was still there. Uh-huh. Then I was like, yeah, I, look, I filmmaking did not work out, but I love writing. I will let me now do like an writing yeah. course, right? So, yeah. Um, so then I did a writing course at the uh, at the New York Film Academy, and I basically blew up my life savings doing <laughs> okay. yeah. that course. And yeah, so then I came back, and then. Uh, Uh, you know i came back i pitched like you know my stories and bollywood etc etc then penguin uh, greenlit a book of mine so that would something good came out of that break mm-hmm. um, i would say something really good came out of that break but it took really long time by the time i had taken my break like yeah. i was telling you it was mid 2015 when the book came out it was 2018 okay. so you know like i was also so naive then that you know in one year i thought that i'd be able to you know mm. create something amazing and you know put it out there but it took takes time it took mm. three years mm. yeah. so then i joined healthify me and discovery i mean healthify me first and then discovery eventually sure. and now i have quit essentially i mean i'm um, i i wanted to actually start up on my own so i i quit last year too now again it's not a filmmaking writing passion but uh-huh. it's something that i i enjoy the the whole act of creation and you know building Okay. I realized that whether it's a book or you know just setting up teams and you know like ah. so I launched a Discovery Plus app in India okay. and um, that was a very like uh, like very very fulfilling experience of you know going from team member one to like team number hundred you know like going from yeah. like zero to like a few million paying subscribers so I enjoyed yeah. the energy of how I was building and creating that app and then I was like okay maybe you know there is some uh, something in me which which will make me want to build. Build, you know, for a particular category for a particular consumer, and that's yeah. why I have just taken my third break now. Okay, okay, and now you are into. So now I run and um, you know what is known as a seniors, uh, a startup targeted at seniors. That's Isaac's brilliant story. These are the stories of four individuals who took career breaks and how they managed their finances. Clearly. 
financial preparedness before taking a break is crucial. Here are a few key points to consider. Single income or a dual income family matters. Next, building emergency funds is very important. Taking independent health insurance policy covering dependents, also an independent life insurance policy, planning on how to deal with current SIPs for the future financial goals and also the loan repayments, provision to resume work at a lower pay. While these are a few financial aspects, other aspects such as communicating with the family properly, remaining connected with your professional network, upskilling yourself and working on your mental well-being are some of the key points to consider for a break. That's all for now in this episode, listeners. If you have any queries or suggestions, you can reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at Satya Suntanam, S-A-T-Y-A, S-O-N-T-A-N-A-M or you can also write to us at mintmoney at livemint.com Bye-bye. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com/offer/seriousxm.